welcome to Draw One Last Breath. My name's Paul. And I'm Matt. And welcome back to our second episode. Woo, we made it. Oh my god, it's been a uh, been two weeks since we recorded. Um, just like to say thank you to everyone who I, I took the time to actually have a listen. And if you're listening again, then uh, expect more of the same. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for all the really cool reviews as well. If you did us any reviews on iTunes and mentions on Twitter or any social media, it means... Uh, absolute loads to us uh, as a first episode um, it's really really been good so far I'm buzzing mate should we um, should we crack on with what's going, been going on new in horror in the last couple of weeks let's do this it's been quite well, a lot do you want to do you want to start um, I could do yes um, have you heard about the remake in Pet Cemetery? Oh, I haven't heard about that tell me all about it yeah basically I've, there's not much come out from it um, so it's literally going to be a remake of the uh, original film. Um, and all I know so far is it's got um, John Lithgow in it. Um, and it's coming out in April 2019. I'm going to confess something right now. Go on. I've read the book and I haven't watched the movie. You and Simon keep on bloody t- quoting it all the time and I still haven't seen the movie. <sighs> Really? I, I should get kicked in the balls for it's that. a great movie it's really really good definitely watch it yeah. maybe we'll do a rewatch I don't know maybe alright I'll give we'll that see, a go see what happens see what happens um, also uh, announced I saw on social media um, the director that did um, Babysitter McGee you know did you watch that on Netflix The Babysitter yeah yeah that's was cool um, it's basically he's doing another movie something about Alien Invasion, it's called Rim of the World. Rim of the World. Rim of the World. Is it involved the same cast? Um, I think there are um, similar members. He's used some of them, um, but not all of them. As far as I know, the plot line's like about four misfits that uh, they're like um, like bad kids or something, and they come in a predicament and they've got to save the world from all these aliens. Sounds like right up your street, mate. Sounds like killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> oh, nothing's that good. <laughs> nothing's that good. But yeah, that looks, that looks uh, really interesting. So I, I'm quite excited to see that because um, I like his humour. I think Babysitter was quite good. Gory as well. So. It's like bubblegum horror, sort of like yeah, yeah. that new sort of age, like bit like The Guest. Yeah. It follows sort of in that thing. I haven't seen... Happy Death Day yet? Are you yeah. going to lend me that? I'll, lend so. you, I'll lend, definitely lend you that, mate. Okay. You'll love that. You'll love it. You'll love it. You got anything? Anything in news at all you well, want to talk about? It's kind of a biggie, in my opinion, anyway. Um, so, It, the second It movie, um, all the cast has been now now been announced. Well, the, make the, the main kids, they keep adding like stuff, like the side actors, I think they've just add, added uh, Beverly husband right okay but i'm just going to run down the uh i want to get your opinion on what they've actually added on who i don't know if you've probably seen it but okay. I, just, like, no, I, want, I want your no, opinion no i haven't seen much i've just seen a few bits and pieces so well we like the the, the original 80s tv movie mm-hmm. um the kids were cool <laughs> yeah but it didn't have too many you think about who it had as a kid at um our um seth green yeah as like um richie yeah, which uh, they should have brought back for the, now because he would have been exactly the right yeah, age to play him. That'd be a right nod, but um, and they had that guy. I think the Bill was played by the kid from 
No, it wasn't the bloody kid. I can't remember what he's what he was from now. It's not John Boy. I thought it was a guy from Never Ending Story, but now I'm doubting myself. No, I, no. I thought it was John Boy. It might have been John Boy. I'm sure it is. Oh, I don't know. But anyway, but there wasn't. I mean, apart from Annette Toolin, in like as the adults, there wasn't that many like big actors. Not that really, I do anyway. Not that time. Not really. No. But we've got obviously the Strange Things kid that comes in does range. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Wolf, Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Hart, hard. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna run them down. So Bill Denbra, mm-hmm. a little kid, was played by uh, Jaden uh, Lieberher, or whatever his name is. Okay. He is gonna be played by James McAvoy. Yeah. As an adult, that's That'll a big. That's a big pull. Yeah. Which means they're going all out because it is big budget. Yeah, uh, it could be interesting. I mean, he's he's really he's an, a really good actor. Um, he was in Split. Uh, it was amazing yeah I thought he was really good in that Um, so and it had that horror element to it and he's going to cross over to this so he's right here and now and he's a great actor so hopefully he's up there I mean you know X-Men he's Professor X he's Professor X well so I have to see so Ben Hanscom is um, the old fatty is going to be played um, he's only come back and he's like proper good looking now he's all trim and he's an architect and all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff but he's going to be play um, Jay Ryan. I don't okay. have a clue who he is, so he's kind of a nobody as far as I'm concerned. So I'll move on from him. <laughs> um, Beverly Marsh, the yeah. grown-up Beverly Marsh, played by um, Sophia Lillis in the um, um, the chart the chart yeah. version. It's going to be Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I like this. Um, I saw something on she posted something on social media uh, that she's chopped her hair off, and there's loads of rumors going around that. That it's obviously for the role of Beverly, um, so in yeah. So, so in the book, like I'm just reading the book. I'm reading the book at the moment. Oh God! You're yeah, and in the book, that, it you. describes Beverly as um, in in adult form. It's tall, red hair, mm. and massive knockers. <laughs> Can you describe anyone who fits that role apart from Jessica Chastain? <laughs> I suppose so. Oh, maybe the that the the one from Mad Men. Do you ever watch Mad Men? Yeah, I thought it's that is Jessica Chastain. Mad Men. No, I think that's she's she's someone else. All right, I can't remember. I haven't seen it. Okay, moving on to Richie Trashmouth Tozier. Yeah, is that the funny guy? The guy yeah, always that's the funny guy. So cracks, that's yeah. who you said earlier was Finn Wolfhard. Oh yeah, right. Okay. So funny man, Bill Hader. Mm. Hader, 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 Bill hey. Hader. So yeah, no, I think that's a good show. He's he's good. He's played some serious stuff. He's played some comical stuff. Was he in the American Office as well? Wasn't he? I don't think. See, I thought that, but I, I don't think it is him. It's the other dude who looks like him. There's two that look like each other. I can't remember his name. Yeah, like maybe he, it's his twin brother or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to Eddie Eddie Kasprick, which is um, played by Jack Dylan Grazier and the kid. And then uh, this guy is called um, James Ransom, but again, I don't have a clue. So he's again, he's another nobody as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, just fly him off yeah Mike Hanlon is um, was played by Chosen Jacobs um, he's going to be played by Isaiah Mustafa as an adult again I know nothing about him I think he's isn't he done a lot of TV as far as far as I know I think he's done a lot of TV okay well we'll find out but, but I think it's cool they're using pretty unknown because um, like I would have liked to see them all famous it would have been but I think it just would have been like too many Possibly big too names. many big names, too many egos in one film. Maybe it could have spoiled a little bit. Well, Mike in the first one was a, nobody as a kid. As far I don't think he grew up to do anything. But in the second, when he, as an adult, mm. he was played by the guys in Terminator Two. Oh, 
Oh yeah. You know the dude, yeah. the um, professor dude. Yeah, I remember. The one who's whose fault it was. Um, <laughs> so we got Stanley. Spoilers. Yeah, Stanley Uris, who spoilers. If you haven't read the book or you haven't seen a TV show, he won't be in it very long. This guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> unless they change. The unless bits. they change it, you but change um, it all. he. Yeah, I won't. T- I won't explain exactly what happens, mm. but um, he d- he won't be in it very long. So he's played by Andy Bean. Um, who, again, I don't even know who that is. And then the, the final one is Bill Skarsgård's back as Pennywise. Of course. So I thought he was good, not as good as Tim Curry, in my opinion. No, I think there's, there's two different ones in there. I mean, Bill, um, it, um, kind of Tim Curry plays the, like, I don't know, he's really, like, just weird and kind of, like, you know, he's there and he's just, like, scary and he's... But the, the this is a Bill Skarsgård has brought it up to date and just put more into it because obviously they've added some CGI and bits and stuff so it's a different kind of like he's more um unhinged yeah than yeah. the original Tim Curry um, Tim Curry Tim was Co- creepy man he was creepy and stuck with you because yeah. it's like he had that um uh, I think he had the nice side of him mm. down and then when he the switch then when it switched to him literally scary. the yeah. scary side you're like whoa. Yeah. What the frick? Whereas really quick, Bill Skarsgård yeah. is like kind of like just, just weird all the creepy way through. all the way through. Yeah, so there's no yeah. like contrast true. or anything. Very true. So yeah, true. there you go. There's my lucky little wait. bit of it casting. Can't wait for that. It's going to be really, really good. I'm going to stick to, um, well, I've got one more bit of Stephen King news actually. Go for it. Um, Ewan McGregor has been cast as... Oh, I saw this, yeah. You saw it, yeah, did you say? I bet you're well excited, yeah? Well, I've never read the book, so... Um, I well, you know what you're going to do now. Oh, I'm going to have to read the book, aren't I? So Doctor, he's going to be in the Get on Amazon Shining order. Two, basically. Um, so it's a sequel to Shining, whereas Danny Torrance as, a, as an right. adult, and yeah. like, I, I can't remember. Somebody told me maybe he's an alcoholic or something like that, but I don't know enough. So I'm going to have to read the book, and I'll come Definitely. back to you on it. But Ewan McGregor is going to be playing an um, an older. Obviously, Shining is one of your favourite films, so you must like, be well happy yeah. about that. Well, you know, as long as they do it right, they will see. I mean, it's so so far on that it's kind of like kind of strange that far on to do this now. But I suppose with everything that's going on with horror at the moment, they're having a field day with it. So why not? Why not? Why not Stephen do it? King's like the it's it's just the ever, Renaissance, ever since he's, isn't it? But it's just everyone needs a Stephen King in their life. Oh yeah. So absolutely. if they're going to continue to do that, he's, he continues to write them. So they're just going to continue to like buy up that sort of the rights to it and just continue to make them. Sure. I'm happy with that. All right. I've got a couple more bits that I just saw. Um, bit of bad news: uh, Rob Zombie's Free from Hell isn't going to be out this year. Unfortunately, it's next oh, year. So we won't get to see that Friday. No, they released some posters online that look pretty cool with Otis just giving the fingers. It's really, really cool. And there's been loads of like other kind of set photos kind of leaked. Well, not leaked. I think they've obviously been put on there. Um, so that looks interesting. But fingers crossed we'll, we'll get that for, for next year. Um, that's if it doesn't get like cut three times or something. <laughs> and that takes ages. A little bit of news on the pop vinyl front. They're making like, you know, James Wan, director of like Saw movies and yeah. some other horrors and stuff. They're making a pop vinyl of him. It's going to be a San Diego Comic Con special edition, that, and they only made like one thousand of them, and they're like literally they're going to be rare as rock and horse shit. So just as the director now, yeah, so they're, not doing, the... they're doing a director series. So he's one of them. Obviously, 
Um, do Spielberg and all that sort of they stuff. They possibly might. Yeah, they might branch out. I know there's a Gilmero one coming out. Oh, be um, really, I want one. Really I want one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want one too. But I don't think I'm going to get a James one one uh, a limit at one thousand. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, the only other little bits I got something that you might be re- well two bits that you're going to be really interested in if you haven't read about it. Zombieland two is oh, got the go ahead. So Yes, but no Bill Murray, so Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll get somebody else in. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Good shout, good shout. Uh and another bit of news, um apparently there's rumours of a child's play T V show. I glad you brought that one up because I yeah. only read it like literally on my way over here. Yeah, I think they announced, they literally announced it last night or tonight today. Um, but basically it's going to be eight parts and they're going to be an hour long each. So, But it, you don't know if they're going to be bringing other characters into it or or kind of like what they're going to be doing. Um, not sure, really. But it's interesting to know. I mean, I love Child's Play. I love Chucky Dolls. I love like um, Chucky Dolls. I, I, I just I think the whole thing is cool. And it was probably just because it was one of my first horrors, like yeah. I said last time. Yeah. One of my first horrors at a sleepover, and it's just, I just love it, so I'll watch it. Yeah. It'd be, <laughs> well, it'd be humorous, whatever, won't it? So we'll see what's happening with that. So, what we got next, mate? Um, well, there was a couple, I mean, I've got a couple more things. Obviously, I just wanted <laughs> to mention, obviously, that Fright Fest is obviously around the corner. So yes, we need to get tickets, tickets for that. I think it's five days now, yeah. tickets go on sale. So hopefully we'll be there on Friday and Saturday. No, will we say Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, we might we might do that. I think this year, so yeah. that'd be cool. But um, yeah, they 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 aren't they announcing the lineup of films as well? Yeah, I'm quite, like I'm quite excited for that. Yeah, so like and the poster art has come out. Looks awesome as always. Arrow always come through. Yeah, they're just amazing. Arrows on it. Yeah, so that's gonna be good. So talking of Arrow, I got a couple of cheeky little cheeky little Blu-rays this week. Yeah, what did you get? Um. I got Shivers, and cool. what was the other one? I got uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Nice, They're nice. Both arrow, classic. So, yeah, classic. Quite, quite like the. I always, I just love the arrow front. So, any. They are good. The artwork's great on those arrows, arrow Blu-rays as well. Cool. Got any other bits? Um, no, I think that's it for the. What's new? Cool. Should we uh, get on to uh, the next part of our review? Of hereditary? Yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Maybe we finish the toy after the quiz. My name's Annie. My mom died a week ago. She was a very private woman. And she wasn't altogether there at the end. So... God, this movie. Where do we start? Where do we start? Um, I don't know. All right, okay. Um, I'm going to start it off with this. So, the brief description of the movie. Then um, we will be spoiling it. Yeah, be, so. be careful where it's going to go. Probably deep into it. Possible big spoilers and storyline throughout. So, if you haven't seen it, go and see it. Come back and listen to this. Or if you want, you can skip over this. Um, I'm hopefully going to get around to putting times on it this week. So if you do want to skip, then perfect, that's perfectly fine. And um, if you don't give a shit, <laughs> just listen to this and yeah. then make your own mind up. Um, but I'm just going to go for a little bit about what we watched. Um, so we are met with a funeral for uh, Annie's mother. Annie's played by um, uh, Tony Collette. 
And the beginning is this movie is about dealing with the grief of a lost one. And then things take a dark, supernatural turn after the further, further death of Annie's only daughter, Charlie. Um, we see ways of contacting the dead. Ominous blue lights floating about. Um, but only does the end reveal a Wicker Man-esque twist desire for riches and power. And that's the best way that I can describe it. Okay. I'm just going to say, what do you think? What did you think? What's your initial thoughts? Um, I can understand why a lot of people love it and they're saying, oh, you know, this is the, 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 the new thing. It's, you know, this is the best thing since Exorcist. Okay, um, having a... This is the... This is, I can understand because it's got loads of proper horror esque things throughout the whole thing. It plays homage to total some different films. It, it's just it's got certain elements of the film and like that's proper horror. Like horror horror. Not like jokey horror, not comedy horror, even though there are some bits of like that. I just think that there's a lot of stuff in it that that pulls at horror fans' heartstrings and like nostalgia to other movies and stuff like that. It reminded me of when we watched Insidious. When we bloody loved the start of it. Yeah. And then and it went all a bit too lally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean... What, Should we run through the actual... Yeah, I mean, what... what, what let's start let's start at kind of the beginning. So <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. Well, well, the thing that I found quite funny to start off with was the little girl. Let's talk about... Should we talk about that character? I can't remember what her name was. Um, what, uh, Charlie, um, played by Millie Shapiro, so okay. she's a newcomer. So, now, she looks, I'm not going to be horrible, obviously she looks a bit different, she's a bit strange looking. Apparently she's got the same condition as the little guy from Stranger Things. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's apparently why she looks a bit different, kind of like, I don't know if it's growth from, problems, isn't from, it? Yeah, because he had a problem with his clepalo, etc., yeah. but... And it's like a bone disease, but mm. from from the trailer, mm. that sort of strangeness was really sort of oh, um, totally. it drew you in. I thought, yeah, oh yeah. my god, this this movie is going to be all about a weird, creepy, exactly. Creepy that, kid. That's where I was going to start talking about is that the the trailer is a bit misleading because it makes you feel like okay, this this kid's going to get I don't know, like possessed or she's going to be playing with demons or whatever, but they kind of cut that short, which I thought was quite clever because they made you think that this film was going to be all about her and her experiences. And I mean, I, I laughed out loud at this moment and mm-hmm. I, I'm going to, we're going to spoil it now, but like the little, the little girl, um, Charlie, yeah, <laughs> is having this problem. She's, she's got a nut allergy. Yeah, she's so they let, nuts, they yeah. let us know that earlier on, but it was not that much further in the film. I think it's only about 40 minutes into the movie yeah. and this movie runs two hours, by the way. So, lot, so yeah, so I her, laughed brother, at what, this. her brother takes her to a party or something because her mum makes him take her. She's just yeah. a bit of a recluse, obviously, because yeah. maybe of her condition that people don't give her time. She's a little bit, um, she's a little bit weird anyway, but mm. they're, they're on their way back and she's gasping for air in the back of the car. Because she's eating some nuts, obviously. Yeah, around, and yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere, she hits a, tra- a, a telegraph pole. Mm. And the red and it, and it's complete decapitation, and I'm like, that was a total surprise to me. I was like, oh yeah, not expecting because I thought she was the lead. I thought that it was yeah. all about her. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, <laughs> there's that moment. I was like, it was complete shock, and it did. Was it? There is a beautiful pace. Mm. It's too long. 
but there is a, there was a bit of a, a good pace. It takes a while, doesn't it? I just think that it could have been shaved down to be... A, I get why they draw it out, but it just could have been, I think, shaved a bit here, a bit there. But then it could that could have added to the... It might not have added to the tension towards the end. I don't, I don't know. I mean, but I, I felt, felt that, it, that it was too long and it took me out of it. Yeah, I, I was on a journey hmm. until that moment, and then yeah. I sort of lost it. Lost it. it was very arty oh, after yeah, that. Massively. And it's... It's very cleverly shot, so mm. you've got to give nods to the cinematography, I think, because you, you, you're not happy with that. But the, you've got those little um, beautiful miniatures, miniatures yeah. um, that she, that Tony Collette's character is... is An art, is, she art, like she's an artist or yeah, a sculptor. She, I, would say, I would say she's a sculptor, yeah. because she's making these tiny little... It's like an old dollhouse, and, but she's... It's sort of a way of dealing with um, everything, because she yeah. doesn't just make them for... Um, she sort of looks like she's subcontracted to make something. Yeah. But she then does this these one-off pieces. I mean, she did a a piece to the death of her daughter. If yeah. you remember, like a I got admit, we haven't even mentioned the fact that okay, Gabrielle Burns in this. Gabrielle Byrne from The Exorcist plays plays her husband. Barely worth mentioning because I thought he was quite underused. Yeah. And and his acting chops is proper good in other films that he's been in. What was he I in just... that film with Arnie? Was he in that army film? Do you remember that? No, I, don't, I can't remember oh, that. Okay, I can't remember the name of that film, but um, from hell. No, that's not. That's lips of now. Um, but anyway, end of days. Oh right, okay, end of days. Yeah, I think yeah. he's in as well. But he's he's from The Exorcist, and he's good in The Exorcist, but mm. he's underused. Tony yeah. Collette is like overused. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, with the actors' side, I thought. She was good. Her facial express, uh, expressions are amazing. Like all the posters and stuff are her, is her distraught face. The the Gabriel Byrne, I thought he was, he was good in it, but like you said, underused. The little girl I thought was fantastic because I've never seen her in anything before, so I would imagine this is her debut. Um, the son of hers I thought was god awful. Played by Alex Wolf. Wolf, yeah. I thought he was terrible. There's one particular scene, I, I'm sure you were aware of this scene, where literally they're calling, they're trying to call the dead sister from the dead like a seance. And literally he's getting scared. And he literally might as well said, I want my daddy. And he just goes, and lets out this like really comical wail. Yeah. And then grab and hugs his dad, but it's like the worst style of crying I've ever seen. It's almost comical. And I don't know if that was... Is, would you think that was actually meant to be like that? I don't, I don't know. I just think but that really took me out of the whole situation. And I thought it was terrible. The whole seance thing sort of like took it out for me. It was I felt um, if they're going to like bring in a Ouija board, bring in um, uh, the ability to contact the dead, mm. it just seemed a bit all a bit rushed. Yeah, yeah. Um, with what I'm doing. And, and I, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't for me. What was for me mm. is a sort of like... Um, the bit on the trailer kind of I suppose they spoiled it the, one of the best bits in, yeah. in the trailer where he goes all like um, his bones lock up and he starts, smashes his head on oh, the, the sun yeah yeah when he's at school and he's yeah. like he looks into the reflective glass and sees himself smiling back at him I thought and that's all in the trailer yeah they, they, yeah. they didn't need to do that well apparently I, I like is um, that bit he was like you know when he smashes his head on the on the uh, table. 
The desk, yeah. The de- desk. Apparently, he said to the di- the, the actor, the camera's uh, name, Alex Wolf. Wolf. Alex Wolf said to the director, "I want to actually smash my face on the. I want to break my nose. I want to smash my face on the desk." Okay. And the director was like, "Nah, nah, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. It's, you, you can't injure yourself that bad." And literally. Totally method. Yeah. Well, basically said, no, no, we're going to use a spongy desk. You're literally going to smash your head down and it's going to be like a sponge and then we'll put fake blood on. So they did, they rolled the, whether this is true or not, they rolled the film, literally shot it, he smashed his head on the, on the uh, desk and they didn't replace it with sponge. And actually, apparently the real blood on his, his face is actually his real blood. I don't know whether that's <laughs> lies or not. It might be hoax, I don't know. I read it online, but do you know what I mean? It's... It's just like I I just didn't rate the son that much really. I just didn't think he was no. a great actor. But like you know, we love Tony Collette. I thought she was good. I thought she was good. And love her and hate her. It was different for her as well. I thought it was just like pushing her acting skills a bit more, emotional skills. Like, how did you feel about the dinner table scene? Oh, I thought when she went mate. She kind of blames the son for what happens. Right, and he's like, say, he kind of retaliates and says, "No, it was your fault." And then there's, there's I mean, this big there, argument. Was, there was this real level of awkwardness after the daughter got decapitated because yeah. <laughs> he left the car, left a oh yeah, left a, a headless, decapitated corpse, in and the sort car. of went to bed. So he's obviously in shock. Which <laughs> is fine, he's in shock, and I don't know if he'd been smoking weed, but whatever, it doesn't matter. He he oh yeah, he, he was smoking a bong, wasn't he? Yeah, and yeah. he but he got out of the car. Walked upstairs, went to bed, and then he woke up in the morning with his mum screaming as yeah. to go out of bed, finding the daughter. So, yeah. so, you know, he's sort of negating responsibility. They've got an awkward relationship. Well, again, anyway. I thought Tony Collette was good yeah. in that scene. Like when they come back to her and she's literally on the floor, like wailing. Again, brilliant. I don't, again, maybe a tad over exaggeration. I don't know, you know, it, but it was just crazy. But what about the one thing I will say? Um, is when they, um, when they cut back to the mother finding the decapitated corpse in the car, then they literally click, go back to the motorway where her head is, and it's covered with ants. Yeah, and they, that's that was pretty gross. Yeah, that was gross. That I've given, I've got to give them props for that. Because it looked real. It was, yeah, it was horrible. They done well with that. Um, good. Yeah. It's good use of props. I like. I thought that bit was quite cool. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I'm not going to talk about the. One the elephant in the room until maybe later, but <laughs> but the rest of it okay. So we follow um, Tony Collette sort of trying to contact Charlie and like mm. all this little weird stuff happens and there's yeah. some weird dream sequences and it's all a bit arty. Um, and then you know we there's some other connections made between her mother. Yeah, there's something kind of quite not right about her mother because she's kind of like whether you get this feeling that she's in some kind of club or a cult or something it's definitely weird. Cult. That's where I think it went a bit yeah. like Rosemary's Baby, Wicker Man sort of. Yeah, totally, thing. totally. And um and then obviously we find I don't know what happened. It's sort of um when she starts when she's with Gabriel Burns death. It's okay. probably worth mentioning. Yeah. So that was weird. I'm like, why is he so you sort of see it earlier on and she tries to get rid of this bit of um, a book that was tied to Charlie because that's how she was using to contact her mm. and she was throwing it in the fire and it wouldn't burn and it started to set her on fire and she's like oh she's got this idea about getting rid of Gabriel Byrne for whatever reason because yeah. 
needed a sacrifice, needed to get rid of all, all the men for some reason, I'm not really sure. But um, she launched the book in and he set on fire. Whereas yeah. like, she was the last one to touch it. But she, for ages, she was trying to get him to throw it in so yeah. he would set on fire. But in the end, she took it off him and threw it in the fire and he went on yeah. flames anyway. And that's why I was like... It was just a bit, gets burnt to a crisp. He gets burnt to a crisp <laughs> and it's just like, okay. And then the sun finds him and it goes all a bit mental there. It's like this little weird, nice little... There were some nice little creepy bits mm. at the end just before it went really weird. Yeah. Um, and, like, she was... Like, Tony Collette's character was up in the corner you saw her and she starts running after him really weird and bangs her head on the ceiling and it's all yeah all I don't bit... know. it all goes a bit crazy doesn't it i mean she they go up to the the attic and they find uh, a dead body and i would imagine it's is it her mother i assumed it was her a, mother a girl it wasn't... without a head yeah uh and then yeah it just goes all crazy and it's just like and that's really yeah and then that's when it's like completely like twisted like you know, we we figured like Charlie's, um, Charlie's possessed. Yeah. Tony, Cle- is that Maybe. What, is that what happened? Yeah, we think she's kind of possessed by some kind she, of demon. Oh, that's it. She possessed a a brother because a brother launches himself out the window and then yeah. the kid dies and then you hear that. And this is where I didn't want to bring up at all because I didn't want to go the credit, but you have this thing that runs through it. And if you watch this film, you'll know what I mean. That. Yeah. The cluck, the cluck, 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 the cluck, the cluck. I mean, she's come, she's come out and said, and there's not, that's a nice little touch. I think she's come out on a little video cap. Okay. Saying no mobile phones, no, um, spoilers, no crisps or whatever. Right. And, and then no clucking. Oh, right. And it's like okay. a nice creepy bit. Cause it's obviously, we were in there, we were yeah. in the cinema and everyone, well, the whole way through the movie, every now and again, some knobhead. Mm. In the cinema, I would cluck and try and freak everyone out. Uh, it wasn't that freaky. Do you, did, do you not notice I that? I did not notice that. No. I, all I noticed the whole way through it, it was, it was pissing me off in the game, probably taking me out of the situation, was some guy was just coughing his head off. Uh, and then these two people in front of us were talking all the way through it. So that probably took me out of it a little bit. Which, uh, but that was just my problems. <laughs> but, no, I didn't actually notice that. I didn't actually. But that, notice that's that. what that's when you sort of realise um, at the end that it is Charlie because she went as yeah. as Peter because he. But he she does she that familiar him, she yeah. does that familiar cluck and you're like oh okay she's in but, somehow in Peter and he's like oh there's loads of naked old people around her oh she's got it's a cult. loads of riches and, yeah, like, and they're all like, like on their knees and well this is a bit I don't understand it's like. Like, obviously, T- Tony Collette's character gets possessed and she's up in the loft and then you just see her, like, putting her hands left to right, like like she's got some kind of cheese wire or something and she's, yeah. like, cutting off her own head. And it's just it's a little bit freaky because the prosthetics, I think it, was, it looks like prosthetics and it looks pretty real. And then her head falls off and then then she's outside and then she does this, like, strange kind of... Almost like the scene out of Guardians Volume Two, like I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And she starts flying up to the oh, yeah. to the like the the, the tree, house. tree house. So the 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 sun follows her up there, and they're all praying in the tree house. Yeah, the sun, not the sun. The sun that's Charlie. The sun that's Charlie, or what is he, Charlie? Is he not? Yeah. And then they're all praying to some kind of like the, all these headless corpses. It's all about praying. a demon, you know. At the end of the day, and it's like the demon of. 
you know, some kind of power that so they want. So what do you think it means? I mean, do you make do you have to make your own mind up? Is there reasons? No, I think it's the same as like I think it's the same for me. It's the same as Wicker Man. It's like they burnt the guy because they're trying to get um, some power. So I I looked at it differently. I thought yeah, it was to do with power, but I also looked at it as thinking, are they trying to bring a devil into the world? Like, is he gonna be? Is he got the devil inside him? Is he gonna have to? um, Is he gonna have to kind of? reproduce with someone and that person will have the devil that's how I saw it because he's a man I thought he was the devil incarnate I think that what they were trying to lead to with the whole cult is that they needed a a young boy in flesh to be um, the demon incarnate and and she'd been prepping Charlie for the whole for it for the whole life and then she the mother just set that all in motion the 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 grandma was the grandma it, like so, just said it ah, okay. just said it all in motion I don't think of it that way yeah it's a good idea so that that's what that's what I took from it okay bit bit, bit predictable mm. but at the same time fresh idea it was, it better was, than Winchester it's different it makes you talk about yeah anything's better than Winchester stay clear um, but it, uh, it, it, I mean what was your overall thoughts for you how did you feel about it I just I just was like Okay, I got a little bit. I didn't get too creeped out. I could watch it, you know. I, you know me. I, I'm the reason why I go and watch those psychological horrors is because, mm. you know, I'm I will get myself really involved and try and get yeah. myself to be scared. It's a thinker. Yeah, yeah but um, but yeah, it didn't like it. It didn't really freak me out. Yeah. It just, it found it interesting. I found that I could okay. watch, but it was it was about twenty thirty minutes too long. Okay. What about a rating out of ten? I'm gonna give you a rating. Um, well, I'd probably give it about a six okay. out of ten. Okay. I think that's. I think because Tony Collette was okay. There's a couple of newcomers, and I think the, I could push it up to a seven because no, I'm gonna stick with six. It's just because the clucking's gonna be gut, it's gonna be synonymous for a little while. But I want to give it a six because the critics, I think, went too mental with it to start yeah, with, and it yeah. hyped it too much. So that's why I'm giving it a six. Okay. Um, for me, yet yeah, too long. I can understand the horror elements of it. Um, it it kept me interested, and I was interested, and it's it made me come out of it thinking a lot about it. It's not my sort of thing. Um, again, yeah, the acting, some of the acting was good, some of the acting was bad. Uh, overall, it didn't really scare me, uh, but it held my attention. But I would probably give it high five, if that's anything, probably five. Wow, I would go. okay. I was so... just middle of the road. I just It didn't make me feel, wow, this is completely different. It had things that I've seen in horrors before. Um Maybe I went in with a bit high expectations because of all the buzz around it. Maybe I was taken out of the situation with the environment I was in. I'm not sure, possibly. Maybe I need to give it another watch, but I think I'm going to stick with a 5 for me. 5 cool. out of 10. So we, do we go up or down? Whatever you think. Yeah, right, we'll give Let's it, go up. Yeah, all right, we'll give it, give it a, a draw just, one last breath, 6. Just for the Mary Poppins y'all bit. Yeah, just for the de- decapitation alone. <laughs> yeah. Wicked. Excellent. So that's our second... Second movie reviewed. Absolutely. Okay. And now now it's time to move on to our next section. 
something to scream about. So, what is uh, we decided on this week we were going to have um, Scream Queens. So, we're, we were not going to um, tell each other about what we picked, but we, I think we, deci- we decided to tell each other um, what we were going to pick so we didn't pick the same things because we're going to have two each. Yeah. So, you, you can go first. You mean to go first? Yeah, you, who did you pick? We'll go one. You, go, you do one, I'll do one. So who did you go for first? Okay, well, first one I'm going to go for is like the um, queen of screen queens, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Good shout. Yeah, and um, you know she she's an original Halloween Halloween in um, 1978, yeah. and she went on to re- redo that role. Oh, God knows how many times. So she was um, Laurie Stroud in Halloween. Um, she did that in Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 and then she came back and did it for Halloween H2O and Halloween Resurrection mm-hmm. and now she's playing the same character again Reprise. in the new Halloween um, so you know that's that's a pretty um, big franchise and she just I mean those mo- those movies she she just does it she, she is the one that um would probably like Neve Campbell and Scream would probably be taking notes from to say like this is how you like yeah. kill the baddie. I mean she stabs him with a, a coat hanger. Yeah. She she's a, she's badass. She is badass. I mean and she wasn't just in Halloween. Um she did other things for um John Carpenter as well. Yeah. The Fog. Yeah. She was in Prom Night. So I don't know if John Carpenter did Prom Night or not. Don't I don't think he did. But no. she was in Prom Night. So she was in quite a few horrors before she sort of Buggered off and did um, sweat sweatpant videos and true lies etc. But um, she's just awesome. She's fucking gorgeous as well, like stunning legs in like true in true lies. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, I'm uh, like a big big fan. She was about nineteen when she first did it. So what was your what would you say your favourite Halloween was? I'm gonna go for the original. It's, uh, to start, it's all about the piano. Do, 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 do. I, I can't yeah, even do it. The music. The yeah. music and um, yeah, and it's just the way that it, like the initial the initial way it's set, and when she pops into it as well, she's looking after those kids. Um, and she kicks his ass. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, she's a little bit wet. She when she's hot, it's that synonymous sort of wardrobe scene. But, when but she, she plays it so well. I thought I I think because like she's. You believe that she's actually being chased down. You believe that she's scared witless, but then she she comes out of it and defends herself. She's like enough's enough. Yeah, and so she's I'm, a strong female character. I mean, I and I think when you pay homage, when you look at Scream, mm. when that came out, um, they paid homage to her quite a lot in in that one, yeah, and they, yeah. they were like proper horror, you know horror geeks in there, and they mentioned like prom night. And they mention her and they talk about her a lot and they're watching Halloween and they're watching that scene as well where she's like rattling about and she's yeah. like stabbing her. So I think like, um, and she, yeah, it's just, yeah, she's just queen, queen of screen queens. And she's in the TV show Screen Queens as well. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. yeah, she's good in that actually. She is really, really good. I've seen it, you've seen it. I saw, I've seen a couple of episodes and I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it all, but 
I just don't have time like, for, for TV shows that much. I try to get a lot in. I mean, I've done a lot of American Horror Story and stuff like that, but um, it's something that I would like to see eventually. It's all on, I believe it's all on Netflix, I think. I'll check that out if it is. Yeah, um, possibly. Okay, what you got for your first pick? My first pick is a bit more... I've gone for a bit more up-to-date, but uh, she stands alone um, and she stands different to all the other Scream Queens. I think, to me, in my heart, she's one of my favourite Scream screen Queens, is Sherry Moon Zombie. Fucking great pick. Absolutely amazing. I just think that she is fantastic. She's a great actress... Um, she is fantastic in as baby in House of Thousand Corpses because she comes across as this really cutesy kind of good looking great body flirts with the guys kind of baits them in and then she just clicks and just like she's this complete nutter and she changes from this character to but being this complete nutter I don't know what you take the screen queen but she's she's sort of the villain though isn't she well yeah she 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 is a scream queen because she's in a right. horror movie. Not all scream queens are just people that run away from the bad guys. Do you know what I mean? But you're you're open to your own opinion. That's, <laughs> that's completely fine. But she's she is definitely one of the best actresses in the business. I mean, it's a shame that she only kind of does uh, Rob Zombie movies. But then again, is it a shame? Because <laughs> they they are great. I mean, she's great in that. And going back on this, she's definitely a screen queen in 31. Oh, right, okay. We had the privilege to go and watch at Fright Fest a couple of years ago, um, which was unbelievable. We got to be one of the first people to watch it in the country, which was brilliant. But I just think it's great because she started, she start, her, her career start, totally started out as like um, a dancer and she was picked up as a dancer put into some of his own music videos. Right. Uh, Rob Zombie's music videos, number of different kind of metal videos she was in. And then it kind of went on from that, really. And he, he obviously married her, and she's his kind of muse. And, and he uses her in all his, most of his films now, as, if not the lead, she's in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, uh, part a baby from uh, House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Um, obviously she was in the Hall- Halloween remake and Halloween 2 um, which I thought she was good as Deborah Myers um, but yeah she's probably the most known as a person running away from like the bad guys in 31 which I thought she she did a great job on that and who's a bad guy on that um, well, there's a, quite a few but the main one was um, Bill, Bill Mosley uh, is it Bill Mosley? no no he's not in that one uh, it's um, the, the guy, guy who plays, plays the Night King uh, Doomhead, doesn't he? Plays Doomhead. I yeah. can't remember his name. Uh, Richard... <sighs> can't remember now. Richard something, but we met him at um, LSCC uh, a couple of years ago. Can't remember his name, but it's Richard something. Um, I think it's Richard Rick. Brake. Richard Brake is his name. He's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, um, in that, she just plays a really good character because she starts off a bit wet again and progressively, how as it gets through it, she just becomes this badass at the end. And, and I think she's really good in that. And uh, like I say, it's a shame she doesn't do other films because I think that outside of that, she would be great in a different kind of genre of film because she's a great actress. and she But she, apparently she never intended to be an actress. 
she always wanted to be like a, a dancer and do other avenues of work. She's got her own clothing line called Total Skull that she's got on the side. Um, but she's been in, I think she was in a, a Toby Hooper movie of a remake of Toolbox Murders. She's done a very, really? a very small part in that, apparently. I love Toolbox Murders. Um, but obviously she was, um, she's going to be in the new Free From Hell movie, which I'm looking, as a reprise in her role as um, Baby Again, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, but uh, overall, I think she's brilliant. So, and, and, and like in 31 as well, Apparently she was just like getting over quitting smoking, so she was so miserable and angry and <laughs> upset about quitting smoking that that's what made her kind of really, really kind of bite into that role and and really be miserable and like be angry at the same time. So that that was quite funny that I read that somewhere. But yeah, what who else you got? Um, the second one I went for was um, somebody a little bit more. Um, modern, someone more that I hoped would really, really go on to be like a proper screen cream. I really thought mm. I saw her like in indie potential, and um, she let me down a little bit now, but it's fine. I still want to talk about because the two movies that she is in that I think are related to horror, I think she did an absolute stand job, and that's like Maker Monroe. Amazing. Maker Amazing Monroe, actress. and she's beautiful. She is stunning, and like, um, I we'll think um, what comes first, so. They're both released in the same year. It follows and the guest. Yeah. Um. It follows is just like this incredible, um, indie movie. Um. And came out of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's probably one of the best horrors I've seen in the, the in like the last ten years. It's just. We went together, didn't we? And yeah. Watched it, and we were just gobsmacked. I didn't. After. I didn't. No, the fun thing is, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so Had no clue. I don't think I even seen a trailer, and it's just like. It's just. Um. She's just. Running, running from this slow moves, slow moving sex disease, <laughs> and she's just like she's awesome. Just like her eyes, um, her intensity, and there's so many gifts out there of her. Like that little bit, little bit of a scene in the kitchen where this, where it's the sex monster is just like literally just um, entered the kitchen, and it's mm. just like she's just wide eyed and just falls back and starts slowly going up the stairs. Yeah, she's just incredible as yeah. an actress. I think in. Um, uh, in the guest as well. Again, this bit, yeah, to Dan Dan Evans, he's he's brilliant as well. But he, she's just a, she just kicks ass, and when she draws him in at the end into that um, uh, gym auditorium, and she's I can't remember exactly how it goes, but she just kicks ass. She just absolutely kicks Doesn't ass. She, is it that bit where she's using the mirrors to run away from? Is yeah. That, yeah, at the end, she's really... Yeah. She looks like a damsel yeah. in distress, as as I think a Scream Queen should be. Yeah, she yeah. She does the running away, but just... Um, and she's totally, totally hot. Oh, she's stunning. <laughs> so that's, but that, that's, for me, that's what makes it. That's what makes a Scream Queen for me. Oh, they've got to be appealing to the eye, I yeah. think, without being a sexist pig or anything about it, but they have to be appealing... Like to a certain extent, and and you have to still be alive at the end. And yeah. She is, she is but alive. The thing is with her is just she's got this look about this, this totally unique. She's different as well in a but in a really not still really good looking, but she's different looking. She's not the standard looking screen queen that you get. I'd like, like to marry her throughout. Sorry, I'd like to marry her if I can. I'm sure you can do that. I'm not sure if she's free. Maybe. I don't know, but Check she's out. going on to do like st- um, stupid 
and a lot of dramas now. She did Independence Day Resurgence. Regurgitation, I call it. Yeah, that was a bad move because I she could be massive, and in that film she was totally underused. I keep checking her bloody um a bloody IMDb, waiting for like another like another cheeky horror to come out. But every single one I. I like look at they're all like dramas. Yeah, I think she's trying to aim for the big, the big, the big time now. I think she's kind of left that aside. They're unfortunately, not, they're not big movies though. No, they're but not. Don't know what I mean is like more drama or get away from that genre to show her that she's different. And she'll she... be back, just like we'll Jamie see. Lee. Just like Jamie Lee Curtis, she'll be back. <laughs> she'll be back. <laughs> it follows too. She'll be like really, really old though. But we we'll want to see that like an STD. Like, running away from a granny. That's a bit gross. No. Alright, who's your second pick then, mate? So my second, final and last pick is a little lady called Jane Levy. She was in the Evil Dead 2013 remake as Mia. um, And she played kind of this drug addict, kind of trying to get away um, to kind of... they, They go to a hut in the middle of nowhere, like the first Evil Dead. But it was it was it is, has a different take on it. Um, I think she plays like um, a kind of down, beat kind of depressed um, kind of drug fueled girl that's just really on the edge of a edge of her kind of like sanity that she had to get away to this hut, um, and her friends are helping her out and trying to get her clean. And obviously it all goes crazy. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful twist because obviously you know you've got some shoes to fill if you're even going to attempt that with from, exactly from Mister yeah. Mister Campbell. Yeah, I um, mean Mr. Bruce Campbell. But origi- um, apparently, originally he wasn't on board with it. Originally, when they brought the idea to him, everybody else was. Um, Sam Raimi was on board, um, and um, he was the only one that was a bit oh. His fucking baby. But then they turned around and said, "Look, we're not expecting you to reprise the role." And he was like, "Cool, go with it. Yeah, I want you to." <laughs> really go for it and obviously he got involved with it and everything but I think she's brilliant in it it took a different take on it it paid homage to a lot of other things from the previous Eva Deads uh, the effects were good in it but this is about her and I think her performance was amazing she was really pushed to the edge she really pushed like to use every emotion in her um, and she came out on top and I think she's brilliant uh, like it, it's just like one of the first horrors I saw in a long time when I was like, literally, it was amazing. We saw it away. Yeah, we saw it similar. I, I loved it. The amount of blood yeah. in that. I mean, I'm big into my blood and gore and Mate, that. Talking the blood, right. Okay, so all alone, for apparently, they used 70,000 gallons of blood for that one film. <laughs> and the end scene alone, this is what they put her through, the end scene alone, they used 50 gallons for the last scene. Oh, my God. The amount of blood in that is just insane. And it's, like, literally pretty much all practical effects the whole way through, which hats off. You know, yeah. I'm a big fan of practical effects, as you are. Yeah. But I just think that's, in these days, in these time, the director, uh, hats off to him, because, you know, you've got everything. Fede Alvarez said if Uruguay, if Uruguay win the World Cup this year, he's going to make Evil Dead 2. So, fingers With her. crossed. Wow. You don't know. I okay. don't know. Because she came from nowhere. She started in a TV show called Suburgatory. Before that, she was in a US version of um, Shameless. 
I've not but, seen it. William yeah. H Macy and stuff. I'm not. I haven't seen it. But yeah, so she 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 was in that, and and obviously then she did um, which again another movie by same director, um, Don't Breathe. Uh, she played Rocky in that, which is she again. She's a tough nut. She's from the bad side of town. Uh, that film is amazing. Again, we're not talking about the film. We're trying to get off the film and talk about her performance. Can you just talk about that one bit in the movie now? No. Turkey, not not talking about the turkey base though. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, again, she's pushed to her limits in that physically, mentally, her acting skills are amazing. Oh, she's tortured in that one. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's just like it, it's brilliant. But she's got this thing, it's like being tortured, and she's always bad girl, isn't she? <laughs> um, but but she's, I was just think she's great. Something that you're gonna love. Uh, apparently, she's gonna be starring in a, a new film called Office Uprising. Office Uprising. Yeah, okay. so it's coming soon. It, apparently it's coming to some kind of American TV kind of service or channel called Crackle. Um, we don't get it over here, but hopefully we'll get it on one of our so, formats. What's it, so what did you say it was? A TV it, show? It's not a TV show, it's, it's a film. Uh, but okay. it's going to be shown on one of their kind of TV channels over there or um, called Crackle, but it might come to Netflix. They might buy it up. Someone like Amazon Prime might buy it up. But, um, okay, I'll look out for that. Yeah, but the reason why you like it is the fact that it's about these employees a uh, weapons kind of defence um, place find this energy drink that turns their like people into zombies. <laughs> it just sounds amazing, but okay. she's in it, apparently, and apparently it's going to be really, really good, so we'll have to look out for that. Um, and then, keeping with the horror element, she's got now going to be starring in Castle Rock. Which obviously our friend, your friend and my friend, Mark Bernardin. Oh yeah, we're so uh, close. Writing. Oh, we met him at yeah. he's, he's a, a nice he's, guy. He is a lovely guy. Um, it was cool to speak to him and catch up with him, but that's going to be interesting because I think she may, she plays a pivotal character in that called Jackie. I don't know if it's going to be related to a character from Steve, the Stephen King universe, Castle Rock, because it's all set in the Stephen King universe. But that's that. Obviously, we are looking oh, forward to God, that, yeah, especially I mean, yourself being a massive. Um, Stephen King fan well he's been talking about it for ages on the bloody not sorry or not talking about it on yeah. uh, Fat Man and Batman <laughs> and um, yeah so yeah finally get to see that I can't yeah. tell you wait that's going to be really good but I just think she is one to watch she's obviously sticking to the kind of horror element of things she doesn't do loads and loads of films so she's not saturating her career she's a really down to earth really really cool person I think she's one of the best screen queens out there and I look forward to seeing more from her. So great picks. All in all some great picks. Um I think it'd be cool to Have you got a few few honourable mon- mentions? I think on, um Sissy Space Act probably worth mentioning from yeah. Carrie. Not the bird from Shining. Absolutely does my head in <laughs> Yeah I wasn't gonna say um, Shirley Shirley Deville. You touched on it earlier, Neve Campbell, Scream. Yeah. She is good in that. I think you know, I was close to picking her. Barbara Compton from um, Reanimator. Legend, absolutely <laughs> legend in the game. There's plenty out there. The list can go on. It, obviously, if any of our listeners want to chime in and tweet us or Instagram us about any of their favourite screen queens, we'd love to hear that. Where can they tweet us, Matt? They can tweet us at, at DrawOneLast on social media. <laughs> but we'll cover that at the end, don't worry about it. Um, okay, shall we um, move on? OK, 
Okay, so I guess we're on to our... Um, what did we actually decide that we were going to call it in the end? What, our review bit? Movies from the vault. So we want to obviously talk about a classic movie, so... It can be any... Like, every week we're gonna, we do this, it's a classic movie, it, can, it doesn't have to be really old, just a movie that we want to review. So you picked last time? I picked last time, so I and picked, picked? Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes! <laughs> Love this movie. Oh my God, did you have fun watching this? Absolutely. Do you know what? I haven't seen it for so long that, it, I, Christ, I don't even know how long, but watching it, I just want to watch the next one, the next one, the next one, maybe not the next one, but <laughs> I do really want to watch all of them now, just in a row, because uh, let's, let's just get on with it. Let's do it. Uh, I don't know what you want. Where do we start? I, I want to do some geeky stuff first. Go for it. Um, before we even get into, um, you know, what we what we think of it, but you know, there is um, there's obviously seven Nightmare on Elm Streets where Robert England gets to play the beautiful, the legendary Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I mean, right? In, in the first one, he's only referred to as Fred Krueger. Fred Krueger. No, so he does say Freddy. There is a bit. There is a bit where he says Freddy. Well, in the song they say one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Yeah. They? Yeah. But it is all about Krueger. Krueger. I mean, okay, let's talk about. Let's go for the movie. So, um, this is directed. This is um, the nineteen eighty four Nightmare on Elm Street, directed by the legendary Wes Craven. The unfortunately, the late God rest his soul. Wes Craven. Um, it's Freddy, played by uh, Robert England. Um, Heather Langkamp, um, who plays Nancy, um, <laughs> the amazing Johnny Depp as uh, Glenn, um, John and uh, John Saxon as Lieutenant Lieutenant Thompson. So everyone knows who Johnny Depp is. Heather Langkamp obviously did a couple of roles in um, in this franchise, basically as Nancy. I think she was in like three three of the movies. Um, but um, John Saxon, I had to mention him because um, I took one look at him and remembered that he was in Enter the Dragon. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, but the, the, if anyone hasn't seen Nightmare on Elm Street, it's about a psychopathic killer that comes to the young teenager's dreams, basically. He can come to you through your dreams and he can, he can rip your eyes out. If you, basically, if you die in your dream, you're dead. And in real life. yeah, in real life, and it turns out that he was like an old pedo. Um, wow, well, alleged. Alleged so pedo. Don't actually say that. Well, the the parents basically um, of these teenagers who he's haunting, um, actually like banded together and killed him, and he's come back now. Chased them down yeah. to where he took his victims and yeah. supposedly killed them. In the burner, and now he comes right and with a big scarred face, this weird like. Trilby hat, a green and red jumper, which mm-hmm. is just ace, and everyone everyone's stressed out, and then knives, steak knives for fingers. It's haunting. I mean, I watched this movie. Uh, not even the movie. I watched just the clip. I think it was of Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, Part Two. We talked about it last time. time it scared me for years to mm-hmm. even want to watch this. But I went back, soldiered on, and watched all seven now. And I just think he's just one of the best. And Robert England is. And if you ever get a chance to meet him, he appears at so many comic cons. Yeah, he is just one of the nicest guys. I can't say enough. Q get to meet him because when I met him years back at a Collector Mania, um, I'll just quickly touch on this. It, <clears throat> this is what 
<clears throat> really, really, like, made it for me and special. And that, uh, obviously, I was scared by the movies and literally loved Freddy Krueger. I was obsessed. I had them all on VHS lined up on my on my shelf. So proud of them. Um, and Halloween, I literally took me hours. My mum helped me. I made a costume. We made the, the, the green stripes on a red jumper I had, drew them with felt tip, cut all of it up to make it look crap. Fucking I bought me. a crap trilby, trilby from a shop that was rubbish, painted my face, got the glove, <laughs> and I got the picture. So I'll put it on social media. Oh, I can't wait to see that. But it's totally DIY. I loved it so much. And and when I saw he was at Collecting Man, I was like, <clears throat> I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not going to miss this for the world so I queued up with my brother who's a lot younger than me at the time and um, immediately when I saw him he literally looked over at me and my brother my brother's a little bit younger than me he's probably about probably eight when we went so he hadn't really seen the films and literally Robert England looked over at me and my brother went get over here <laughs> and done like the, the hand oh, fucking with hell. The, and, and did the snarl and it just like, oh my God, I was like, this is amazing. And he was the nicest guy. He told us all about how in, when he lived in California, he used to drain out his pool to let like people like Tony Hawks and Stacey Peralta like skateboard in his pool to drain the water. He said everybody else used to be assholes, used to leave the water in. Because I was, come on kids, come skate, do whatever you like. And, um, and he just took the time out to talk to us. And he didn't have to do that. And he talked to my brother. The other reason he was talking about it because my brother had a Tony Hawk's t-shirt. Talked to my brother, even though he was only eight. And then he told me about the new movie he was doing where he gets to kind of, um, I think it was Jason versus Freddy, where he gets to ke- um, gut Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. Told me all about it. And it, it, it wasn't even out. He was just telling <laughs> me how they filmed the scene and everything. Just the best guy ever. It's just so, I got a photo signed by him. It says... Um, Freddy versus Jason, by the way. Oh, yeah. All right. Take my horror card away. Um, <clears throat> but it's... um, Yeah. It was just brilliant. I just thought that was just great to take time out. Yeah. I right. mean, he's an absolute, like, absolutely amazing guy. And and to play... the It's one of the most famous um, horror villains. Oh, yeah. It's just got, so well, well you recognised. You've got, you got Michael Myers. you got... Freddy Krueger, yeah, and you got Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, he is, if you get if you get to appear in The Simpsons, then you've made it, and he's appeared in <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons. So, I mean, they all laugh. So, but yeah, the the movie itself, I don't know as much. There's there's a couple of a good couple of um, kills in there. Only three on the death count. Well, you say that only three on the three on the death count in the whole movie. He's in it for barely seven minutes, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> How and but yeah, he made that difference to kids' lives everywhere. Yeah, can you imagine? Like he's on the screen for seven minutes in this film, but it's it's just what happens. Well, so let's talk about. I want to talk about. about I want to talk about the kills. Let's go. Uh, that's why I always like want to talk about it. So um, the I'm fir- getting disturbed about you. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Um, so who's the first one to get it? Um, the, the the amazing actress that is Tina. Yeah. Let's just touch on the acting before we get to the kills. We don't need bit, to. Bit ropey. Do we it? care? Bit ropey. Do we care? No, but it is a bit ropey. She's Although been... Johnny Depp was quite good. Well, she's just running around half naked, yeah, basically, okay. in her dreams. and. So Tina's the first one Tina's to go. Tina's the first to go. And how does she go? Oh, does she go? It's horrific. It's 
I forgot how graphic <laughs> it was. I literally, I must, I, I was a, I was a bit worried because I was watching because obviously we rewatched these films. I, I was watching it in the day, and uh, the, the blinds were down, and I was watching. It, I was like, oh god, what if somebody looks in right now? I was like, it's that graphic. I, I mean, forgot they, how they, bad it was. They, they've just done the rule, haven't they? They just, they, mm. they just had sex. Yeah. They just had sex. And in the golden rule. If the golden rule is not to have sex in a horror <laughs> movie, so they've just had sex. Yeah. And at least they got to do that bit. Least, yeah. But she's half naked. Yeah. Is she she's got a little shirt on, little pa- pa- yeah. white <clears throat> panties and it and it, it that's <laughs> what... you didn't notice that. <laughs> just... We were young. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed it last week. Um but he, the the crazy thing about it is that there's no like hidden, it's not like mm. she, he's killing her in the dream in the dream yeah. sequence. But the boyfriend... But this is the thing you don't see, really see. All you see is, like, flitters of him under the sheets, but then he's not there. And then, like, you, this is where, like, okay, this is where now you understand why they took these, this this girl on. Because, okay, she couldn't, couldn't act for Toffee, but when she gets to that screaming, murdering, you know that she nailed it in that audition because, oh, my God, it's horrific. She's screaming, she's thrashing about... She takes her up to, to the ceiling. Takes her up to the ceiling. They're wrestling around, and, then, and he's up, and then <sighs> drops, and she's dead, and blood everywhere. Yeah, and then um, I think Nancy runs in, and we think it's the boyfriend, but the boyfriend's done one because he's just seen this his girlfriend. Yeah. Just well, it's not. I don't even know if it was his girlfriend, but yeah. anyway, but they've just seen her riding around with nothing's holding her. He, he must have gone crazy, but they all think it's him. And he's the next to get it. Mm-hmm. Is that right? He is the yeah, next to get is, it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's kind of the bad guy, wasn't he? He's a bad boy. Yeah. Apparently, he was originally going to be played by um, the Karate Kid, Ralph Mariachi. Seriously? Mariachi, yeah. What the suck? He he was going to get played by him cause originally, but they yeah he dropped out in the last minute. So. But yeah. So he get he gets caught eventually, right, and put in jail. Yeah. And then. Um, whilst he's in jail, Nancy's trying to get him out because she thinks that Freddy's going for him because she's seen it in a dream sequence. And you can see all the while she's trying to convince her, her dad to like go and look at her. just thinks she's man- mental because she hasn't slept for like four or five days. Yeah, she's going to check on him. Yeah, check, check on him. him. And at the same time, um, this Freddy's like tying some ropes around... Um, it's a bed sheet, Yeah, it? bed sheet. Yeah. Oh yeah, a bed sheet around his neck and making it look like a suicide, ties it around the top of the jail, which is the worst jail ever. I mean, it's a, it's a hick town anyway. Yeah, he's um, still got his leather jacket in the jail. Well, it's not like, a hick town, it's, it's suburbia. Yeah. Because they're massive houses, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. But, yeah, and um, ties it around the neck, and then it looks like he's committed suicide. So that's yeah. the second thing. A bit more, bit more tamer, not, yeah. not enough blood. So what do they do for the third death? They make up for it a little bit with Johnny Depp's death. Yeah. So this is Johnny Depp's first, one of Johnny Depp's first movies. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> she's Nancy's trying to get him to stay awake, and he's a doof. He's a, he he's he's falling keeps falling asleep, and as soon as he does, you don't see anything. This is the you don't see Johnny Depp bite it. But it's it's old school though, isn't it? Because he's he's there. He's got this funny little kind of American football boob tube on, <laughs> and he's led in bed with his headphones, massive headphones on. They'd be like well in right now because they're bigger than bad. Yeah. And he's got, a, for some reason, he's got a little a TV literally sat on him. Yeah. Plus, he's got his headphones connected to a record player. So he's got everything. He's, he's trying actually, really hard to stay awake. He's, yeah. He's got a record player on, he's got the TV on, 
his mum's knocking on the door, he needs to go to bed, and he's like, no, I'm going to stay up. And like, Nancy's calling, you must stay up. Oh yeah, that goes into the little tongue bit, which he gets oh, yeah. tongued by Freddie down the phone. <laughs> but then, oh, this is probably one of the best moments in mm. in in any horror movie ever. One of the best deaths I think I've ever seen. Yeah. He gets dragged down into the bed. Yeah, gets and, sucked in. Yeah, and all player and all. Everything goes down <laughs> into bed. That's what I thought was cool though. For those times, yeah. like, you didn't see this sort of stuff. These sort of kills, you didn't see this in everyday horror movies. It was like, oh, it's normal. Normally, something running after someone and. That was it. This was like this was different ways of killing people. This was when they were like really getting. I, we need different ways and of doing oh this with God. practical effects as well. Yeah, and you don't even see Freddy kill him. No. You just have to assume that Freddy was yeah, the one that uh, pulled him pulled him all down. All you see is blood. It gushes everywhere, and, and the, the fucked up thing is that like his mum and dad are like come into the room. And they're seeing all this blood go everywhere. Yeah. They, are, I mean, if you, but he's disappeared. He's just he's, just, he's not there. There's no body, and uh, the cops are coming in afterwards. They're thrown up in the toilet. Yeah. No one can <laughs> the believe corner, yeah. the The thrown up in two hours. <laughs> oh, it was absolutely brilliant. I love that first, and then that's it. Well, you, you could say that was it because yeah. there's that little bit at the end with the mum. Well, yeah, that kills wise, but obviously there's like let's talk about Nancy a bit because she's. Another screen queen that that is pretty good. Yeah. Um, like she gets obviously, um, ran after by him loads through it, and and um, there's one scene I want to talk in particular. Did you notice? You know when she kind of tries to bring him back into, uh, the world. She finds out she can get his things back from her dreams because she grabs his hat. Oh yeah. And she comes out, and then she finds, and I think she's doing that dream study, aren't they? Yeah, I've, but the bit where she grabs him and brings him back and she flies through the window. You know, she smashes through the window. Yeah. And falls down into, like, the um, kind of uh, things they took off the house, like the, the kind of cladding. She jumps out the window, she smashes. You can actually, if you look at it, you can actually see the crash mat. Oh, yeah, big time. I was like, oh, my God. Why hide it? Why? <laughs> it's like, it's, you blatantly see the crash mat and I didn't realise that before. And there's another bit as well. I'm not. I'm not knocking it at all because it's, it's genius. Because this bit was amazing. But you know the bit where she um, lights Freddy on fire. Um, yeah. And he's walking up the stairs. Obviously, he's in a big fire suit. The guy that's in there. <laughs> but hats off to him because apparently he won like um, stunt awards for that. Right. Because he was on fire for ages. He was on fire. For <laughs> Literally, a long I was time. like, what's this guy going to be put out? He just keeps going and going and going. But she does like a proper Home Alone, doesn't she? Yeah, I mean it's before it was before the montage. Home, it was before Home Alone. Yeah, the but, montage, wasn't it? Where they go, did da da, she's getting ready. Yeah. She's making these little traps, and fair play to her. They're pretty. Gets cool. hit in the stomach with yeah. a sledgehammer. Yeah, <laughs> again, practical effects though. Yeah, a brilliant. Like um, I, a vivid uh, remembrance that I had about is when she goes up the stairs. Everybody has those dreams where they're stuck in things but when she's going up the stairs and the stairs are going all goopy and she can't walk and it's like yeah. it's really it's really clever like because they use those elements in the dreams and stuff and um, it's really clever I, I just really liked it the first time I, I, we're introduced to him though he looks pretty weak you remember the first time like in Tina's dream mm. and he's like running after her and he's got his arms kind of really he looks like a little he looked like a midget like, oh yeah and he stretch his arms it's like a puppet like yeah, it yeah. looks a bit weird, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot, and I love this movie and the music. 
music score in it is fantastic. It's proper electro eighties. Um, I mean, you know, it's that. It's it's, it's just yeah. The soundtrack's beautiful. awesome. Um, by Charles Bernstein also did like he did like Cujo, Entity, um, April Fool's Day. So he's done a lot of those eighties films. Mm. But I, I thought the score was really cool. Just on a synthesizer. Yeah, really. yeah, just, just classic eighties synth. Isn't it? it was brilliant. But um. Yeah, I, I thought I, I, I absolutely love Freddy and is, is you can't be it. And I, the thing is I like about this is that obviously as they progress they get com- more comical where this still had the element of actually freaky scary stuff. And then as they as they went on they've got a bit more silly every time. Yeah, talking about that actually yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna so I'm gonna name <laughs> the next level yeah, of the franchise. On. Yeah. Alright, so number two was called uh, Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's Revenge, good. Which was great, a good movie. Yeah, again, very good. That, that's like, the one have, with uh, the, the bus scene, isn't it? That's yeah, the one yeah. that freaked me out. It's the yeah, bus yeah. in the middle of the canyon. That was a good one. Um, three was... Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a really good one, because you remember the bit, because they, they go to a mental institution. Is it Patricia Arquette? I don't know if she's in it. Is the she? kids, I don't know, I think it's one of the Arquettes that was in it. And um, it's one where they're in the institution. Yeah, I just remember the bit where they, they, they could start fighting back. They realised that they could do things in their dreams. So one of them was really muscly and strong <laughs> and they could fight back. And then there's one bit that always stuck in my head was when the kid gets the veins popped out and he, he's, oh, he's like puppet. a puppet. Yeah. yeah. And he scene? walks them off the edge. Oh, oh, yeah. I love that. Great, great scene, um, great scene. Because there's another great depth in that with the, the one who's like addicted to... Oh, she's like a punk. Needles, yeah, and she yeah, comes yeah, in yeah. and he starts putting needles yeah. in. Instead of knives for fingers, he's got needles. needle hand, yeah. yeah. There was a pop funko of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wicked. All right, number four. Can you remember that? No. Dream Master. Okay, I remember five. <laughs> That's where he has a baby or something. Yeah, so what yeah. was it called? I can't remember. The dream Child. Dream Child, right. Um, and then six, the 3D. You know, if you, once you get to a certain stage, you've got to have a bit of 3D. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in my treasure trove, I've got still got the 3D glasses. Amazing. I'm not joking. It's Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. That's in right, 3D. yeah, yeah. And then seven. Which is the new, uh, which was yeah. Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah. Which was, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. She she comes back into it heavily on camera. And there was like a TV show that weren't too bad either. That, that was all right. Well, we're not Freddy's Nightmares. Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, it was okay. I remember I had it on VHS, but I, I don't know. Maybe if I went back and rewatched it, it, might not be as good. But I remember it being okay. And I'm still yet to see the remake with um, what's his face in it, the guy who plays oh, um, Raw yeah, Shank in, Shank, yeah. in uh, Watchmen. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, it it was okay, but again, I think my expectations were way high, and I was just like, look, if you're gonna do it, there's only one guy that can play this role, and that's that's Robert England. Like, yeah. I just want to say one more thing about Robert England. Do it. Okay, just because I love him, I have to mention the '80s TV show that I watched with my mum, oh, yeah. V. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's pr- some of that can mm. it's sci-fi, but it's some of that is just scared the shit out of me lizards and stuff like that they come, come down but he was he was one of the aliens in it this, and he was a good guy alien so he's playing a good guy in V so that's why I could probably watch Nightmare on Elm Street after seeing him yeah, yeah. in something else okay so I have do to do you want to um, on Nightmare on Elm Street do you want to hear a bit of uh, Matt's facts 
<laughs> yeah, I've got a few facts. Yeah, I've got, I want to hear Matt's facts. Okay, have you got any? Um, no, I haven't got any. I'm not a fact man. I, I find it interesting, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm just going to go out there. Anyway, so, as they were making Nightmare on Arm Street, New Line Cinema were going to go bankrupt. And Nightmare on Arm Street actually saved them from bankruptcy. Really? Yeah, they were literally like on the verge of being no more and then this came along and New Line Cinema is still around today okay. so thank God for Freddy that's all I can say the film was shot in 30 days which is pretty good that's quick pretty uh, pretty good turnaround he- Heather Langkamp uh, she was going to be played uh, these these were previous actors that were possibly going to play her before they actually um, gave her the role as Nancy uh, Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing would have, might have been in it oh as, as Nancy Demi Moore. Oh, to be honest, I'd like to see her get killed, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, Demi Moore. She'd have been well young. Courtney Cox and Claudia Wells from Back to the Future. Okay. Would been, it would have been about right. But yeah. Interesting to know. Uh, apparently, Freddie's makeup took three hours to get in it and three hours to get out. But nowadays, that's probably not that much because prosthetics nowadays, some people are in it for like six, seven hours. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And originally... Uh, you know her dad that plays the lieutenant? Yeah. Uh, it was going to be Roy Schneider from, obviously, from Jaws. Fuck. Yeah, it was going to be her dad, but he, he had other filming commitments. Um, what What did he do after Jaws? Was he doing Jaws Revenge? No, because he died. Or... <laughs> oh, God, I okay. Know, I don't know, he's too busy. But that's all I got for facts. But that's I beautiful. thought they were quite interesting. Matt's facts. Matt's, Matt's facts. <laughs> Tune in next week for more. Yeah. All right, then, you got anything else for this? Are we, we going to score it? Do we score? Do we score an absolute gem of a horror know, movie? It, for me, it's a 10. Absolute 10 out of 10. Yeah. I find that shit. <laughs> it's a classic. All right. Well, you are picking next week's... Next week's... Uh, movie. So, hit me. I want to know. I'm really excited. I want to know what this is. Okay. So, it's a little bit different, but it's a goddamn classic in my heart. Okay. We are going to review... The Lost Boys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do that. I'm well happy with that. So, get swiped. Oh, get my soundtrack on. Yeah, get your soundtrack on, in the car, come home, watch the movie, pump some iron, maybe play a little bit of saxophone <laughs> with a chain around your neck. Yeah, and anyone listening to this should, jo- should join in yeah, and watch it too. Absolutely, if, if anybody fancies it. But yeah, so that's for next week where we will be reviewing The Lost Boys. Awesome. Okay, so I think that brings us to what we're going to talk about. Maybe do have a look at what else has been going on. Have you got anything else that you want to talk about before we close today? Um, not Is there anything really. else you've been watching or anything like that that's worth knowing that's maybe like, it doesn't have to be horror, but... Um, I, I haven't this week, actually. I've been quite busy. Uh, with the World Cup being on, and it was my so birthday. You've just been watching the World Cup. It's my birthday, which was a bit crap because I was ill. But got some nice presents, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did get absolutely a, a lovely couple of presents. Obviously, one from yourself, which was uh, uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead figure, which is absolutely amazing. It's up on my shelf behind me, um, and also from my wife. She's amazing. She got me um, uh, Evil Dead. I can get a theme going on here. Um, <laughs> like a reconditioned VHS. And it's got like lights in it. Well, it's right here and yeah. it looks awesome. But it's on the desk. Uh, I'll tweet a photo so everybody can see. 
but um, and I'll put where we got it from as well if anybody wants to have a look at it. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. What what have you been up to? What have you been watching? I mean, obviously, I've got a lot more time in my hand. <laughs> so um, I've been watching the second season of Sense Eight on Netflix. On uh, Netflix. Okay. okay. So I watched the first season. I didn't even realise the second season had been out. And then they just done a finale to it as well, which is cool. like a two and a half hour finale. And it's just incredible. Um, I, I don't really un- fully get it. Um, but <laughs> it's done by the Wachowski... Is it the Wachowski sisters? sisters yeah, they're both. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's so diverse and it's just... It's really LGBT sort of... Um, interest in it and it's just I don't know it's just eight eight people who can sense each other but it's just like some of the way it's shot it's just like so like the, 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 when they when they did the Matrix mm. and some of the fight scenes are just absolutely incredible but it's 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 happy, it's the sex scenes which are just being kind of mental there's like now there's we like, get to the point where no because it's them. it's really weird because it's eight of them but when they're having sex with their partners there's like Almost like sixteen people, but they have to be in the same room when okay. they're doing it because they're not really in there in I've the got same. To be honest, you're not making me want to watch this. Um, oh, mate, they just like they've all got their own like special thing that they can bring to the table, and they just like have to. Um, whenever they, whenever anyone gets in trouble, so say that like one of them's um, um, like a martial arts ex- expert, and like if one of them's just about to get like beaten up, they're like call on her, and she is them kicking ass. Okay. And then another one's like a hacker, but they all have to work towards the like this common goal. And then you know, there's a conglomerate company in the end. I just thought it, was, I thought it was brilliant. It's so weird the way that they sort of um, bring them all together when they're not actually in the same room. Okay, it's just really clever. Excellent stuff. Um, yeah, but I guess we're. Um, I suppose we've got to talk about what's going on in next week. Next week's episode. So. Yeah. Next episode, anyway. So we obviously we are going to go to the cinema, and watch. The Purge. The, pur- the new Purge movie, um, which will be. Which is out on July the fourth. Which is which is going to be hopefully good, because um, we're quite big fans of the other ones. Yeah. So we're going to see that, and uh, we're going to review that on the next show, and obviously we're going to review our movie from the vault, uh, which will be. Uh, the Lost Boys. Can't wait. And so, what about our um, something to scream something about? To scream about okay, yeah. well, you're going to draw one out of the bin. So we could basically what we've done is we've got a bin here and we put a load of topics in there, and we're going to basically pick one out and then that's what we have to talk about in our next episode. So Matt, you have the first draw. Okay, I'll draw. There we go. Oh, yeah. swishing around. Swishing around. There is actually loads in there. So I hope your writing's readable. <laughs> Okay, so the next thing that we're going to talk about um, is Creepiest Movie Soundtrack. Okay. So that's an interesting one. I'll look Creepiest forward to that. Creepiest Movie Soundtrack. Creepiest okay, so Movie Soundtrack. Okay, so I guess that could be anything like a score or... Freaky music. Freaky music or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've got, okay, I've got a few good ideas for that. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. It should be, uh, should be a good one, that. So, um... Should we uh, sign off? Yeah. Do you want to let everyone know about the um, social media? Yeah, so um, if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at draw1last. And Instagram, it's at draw1lastbreath. And if you fancy the good old-fashioned way by email, 
It's uh, draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, again, thanks if you if you've hit the subscribe button on iTunes. We are on Podbean as well, and we are definitely going to be on Spotify. But apparently, you have to have five episodes to be on Spotify. But that's all good. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get you get there. All right then. Well, I'll just uh, leave you this one last thing. Remember when there's no more room in hell? Here's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs>